The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning and welcome back. Thanks for joining us together on the Source of Truth podcast as we finish out the week together on this Friday morning. We hope you had a great week and looking forward to a great weekend. I will say if you're local to Bakersfield area and you don't have a church, we'd love to have you join us. Our Bible studies start at 9 o'clock and then our morning service, worship service, starts at 1030. And so if you're local and you have nowhere else to go this Sunday, we'd love to have you join us. Uh, We also stream our 1030 service through our YouTube page and our Facebook uh, YouTube channel and Facebook page and Instagram. And so we'd love to join us that way. We'd love to have you with us. Uh, We're in Matthew chapter 15 today as we continue through the study of the life of Christ through Matthew's gospel. And uh, yesterday we talked about the idea uh, that uh, Peter, I'm sorry, Jesus was criticizing the Pharisees. Uh, Basically, the Pharisees had criticized them for not following a tradition. And Jesus pointed back out something actually that was biblical. And he says, you do, you follow your traditions, but you ignore others. You're hypocrites. And it's very, anybody who, again, we outbalanced every tradition, every things my way, will always offset scripture and lose that balance. And today, he was going to continue a little bit in verse 10, and he's going to talk a little bit about this and kind of apply it to what the Pharisees would say. So let's jump into verse number 10 in Matthew 15. The Bible says, when he had called the multitudes to himself... He said to them, hear and understand, not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth defiles a man. Verse 12, then his disciples came and said to him, do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard these sayings? Uh, Now, so he starts with the parable about what comes out of the mouth. He'll explain it in a second, so we'll we'll not worry about that. But I find it intriguing. You got the... um, the disciples, uh, they're following Jesus, but they're used to and understanding the religious power and influence of the scribes and the Pharisees. And uh, so they come back, because you know these men are really offended. And kind of, I think, anticipating that Jesus would apologize or back off a little bit. And, and Jesus, you'll see in a moment, he just kind of keeps going at it. So let's talk about this. What does he say? Verse 13, but he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind, and if the blind leads the blind, both will fall into a ditch. So catch this, he says, every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted be uprooted. One, you know, they're not truly saved. Two, they're not the leaders that Jesus God had put out there. Self-appointed human leaders leading the, leading the blind, leading the people the wrong direction. And when he says blind leading the blind, what he's really talking about is the idea that people who are refusing to follow the truth, understand, they knew Old Testament truth. They knew the prophecies. And if they were willing to look at the prophecies over their own tradition, then it wouldn't have taken anything for them to recognize Jesus as the Messiah. He had already to this point had fulfilled multiple prophecies and would even more, and yet they continued to reject the fact that he would have been the Messiah. They knew the truth, they just didn't want to believe it. That's what he's saying. Listen, they're blind. And in this case, they're choosing to be blind by following their own truths over true truth. That's what happens today. You've got people who are leading, and they're leading by their own opinion, their own tradition, their own thinking. They're ignoring scripture. They're the blind leading the blind. And the downside is they'll both fall in a ditch. So let me encourage you, if you're following a religious leader, here's the question. Are they following scripture? 
or are they twisting scripture to fit what they want? There's two differences in what I would see on this. There is what, and again, this is what, not that we do, it's not only right because we do it, we believe to do it, we do this because we believe it's right. We adapt what we do and follow based upon scripture. The other alternative is, okay, this is what I believe and I'm going to change scripture to do it. And a lot of people are changing very specific doctrines from scripture that have been there for centuries, and they're changing it today to fit culture. I don't know if the Bible really says that really what it means. Don't take it literally. Well, let me tell you, we either follow the Bible or we don't. We don't have the right to, well, I don't know if that's in the Bible. Was that in the original? I don't know. It's either true or it's not. It's either all the Bible or it's not. And it's very arrogant to think that as a preacher, I can say, well, this is in the Bible and that's not. Be very careful. They're blind people leading the blind. So be very careful that we let the Bible be that direction. So he, he kind of really just goes at these men. He says, leave them alone. Don't worry about them. Then he goes in verse 15. Then Peter answered and said to them, explain to this parable to us. So you're talking about the parable of what, com what comes out defiles people more than what comes in. What are, you, what are you talking about? So Jesus says in verse 16, are you still without understanding? Do you not yet understand what, that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is eliminated? So what you eat, it just take your Bible wastes, your body wastes it. That's normal common biology. Verse 18, but those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, theft, fault witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with, with unwashed hands is not defile a man. So he says, you go back to the original thought. Their argument that we're eating without washing our hands is, is, is not really that big of a deal. It's a human tradition. He says, but the things they're talking about, things that come out, think about this list, he says, that come out of the heart of man, uh, murders, adulteries, fornications, theft, fault witness, blasphemies. These defile a man. They come out of the heart. He says, so what, what we eat, because they're making a really, because the Pharisees, scribes and Pharisees are making a really big deal that what we eat is what's really going to defile us. He goes, and they're missing the point. The point is what we, what, what comes out, what's in the heart. Uh, another section, it says, of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So he's really saying what we allow to come from outside defiles us. Now, here's the question as it comes back, you know, the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Here's the interesting question. When we say what comes out of our heart, and it's really talking about our mind, what the inner part, who we are, what comes out. Well, what establishes? In Proverbs, Solomon says, keep your heart, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it spark the issues of life. So the point is, what we bring in establishes what we believe, and then it comes out. But then we go back to Jeremiah where it says, the heart of man is desperately deceitful and desperately wicked who can know it. So by nature, we don't, you know, what we bring in will affect what we watch, what we listen to, what we read will affect our view of the world. The Bible teaches that. But the other side is by nature, our hearts are wicked. Think about this. Um, I've heard this years ago. If, and I think I might've said this here, but it's, it, it, it bears repeating. If you were told that you could do whatever you want and no one would ever find out and there'd never be any consequences for it, what would you do? I want you, the reason I ask this question is, I think all of us would realize that the average person, and maybe all of them, if we knew that we could do whatever we want, we'd never get caught, there'd never be consequences, we would tend towards sin. We would go do evil things. Because a lot of the reasons we stay away from the evil is the fear of consequence. 
The fear of, and it's a good reason, by the way. It's a very good reason that you know the negative brings with it the negative consequences, the law of reaping and sowing. So, but you think about that. If we could do anything we wanted to, and we tend towards wrong, that just that what it does, it just proves that the in, inner man, that flesh, that human side of us. Uh, tends towards wrong. And he says, if we're not careful, that defiles. And here's the principle he's saying. They're so concerned with the outward man. They're so concerned with adapting to tradition. They're so concerned with fitting in to man-made tradition that they've lost the fact that the purpose is the heart. We need to be working in the heart of man. Because when you can fix the heart of man, then the outward side begins to adapt. But if you're only concerned with fixing the outward man, well, then you're never really going to see growth in the inside. Because we can all adapt, but that doesn't mean we're growing. We can all conform to what someone else wants us to do, but that doesn't mean it's conviction. And may we realize that he's really saying I'm more concerned about what goes on in the heart, in the inside, in our minds. May that be, and that's what God wants to change. And by the way, if we're so busy adapting the outside, we don't think we even need the inside. And that's where we need to let God begin to change us from the inside out. Thanks again for joining us today on this Friday, giving me a chance to be part of your day. I hope it's an encouragement. Oh, again, if you're local to the area, if you don't already have a church, we'd love to have you. Uh, 9 o'clock Bible study, 1030 worship service, which will also be the 1030 service will be live stream. Uh, we have a Spanish church and an Asian ministry. Asian ministry starts at 10. Spanish church starts at 1030. And if, so if you want to come for either one of those, we'd love to have you. Again, appreciate the opportunity to be part of your day. and We look forward to seeing you again next week.